0: This is Blair Stamper, and welcome to Be an Instructional Design Rockstar. In this episode, we're going to talk about what in the world is a day in the life of an instructional designer. When I say that, I always think of that meme where it's like what my friends think I do, what my mom thinks I do, and what society thinks I do, and what I really do. So we are going to dive deep into what is the day of an instructional designer look like. Let's get started. So I was recently asked by somebody, um, what does a day in the life of an instructional designer look like? And it was really hard for me to answer that because I feel like there's different phases in instructional design. So my experiences are with, um, cohorts, uh, of faculty that come through and we work in like 16 week, um, Development cycles, which means we are building courses from scratch from beginning to end in those 16 weeks while working with our subject matter experts And so throughout those 16 weeks my days might look a little different um, the things that are always the same are like chats with my coworkers and weekly update meetings with um, my supervisors or weekly updates and um, problem-solving with my uh, co-workers specifically and so the one thing that's always going on is we're always problem solvers. Um, so as an instructional designer, I feel like I can conquer any problem. Um, and if I can't, then Google can or my coworkers can. Uh, some of these problems that have come across my plate, it's ridiculous how unique and um, just amazing my coworkers have been. have been like, oh, have you thought about it this way? And I'm just like, no. And how did you even think that? It was just the best response ever. Um, in fact, one of my coworkers this past semester made me pick up my game a little bit because their design was amazing. And I'm like, okay, all right, I can do this too. So, um, Yeah. So I guess there's like a little competitive edge if you're competitive to instructional design, not in a bad way, but more so that you just want um, the best experience for students possible. And so you're working with your coworkers a lot to have those problem solving meetings and brainstorming meetings and making processes and making templates and, you know, um, talking to your coworkers and making sure that you're all on the same page because you don't want faculty members have different experiences of the design and development process as they're going through this the 16-week cohort um, so that's kind of the underlying sameness that's going on um, same thing with like no matter what you're going to be looking at objectives and alignment between objectives and activities and assessments and no matter what you're going to be looking at um, designing the course, and and developing the course, and making images, and uh, adding things in the learning management system, and creating assignments um, within there. And so those that's kind of all of the sameness uh, throughout the whole entire process. In my head during the uh, 16-week kind of cohort that we're we do I kind of divide it up into three sections which is like a launch a design and then a development and so in the launch phase a lot of it is just research so I'm researching what the course already looks like I'm getting to know the faculty member I'm getting to know the student profile who is actually going to be taking this class I am taking a look at prior meeting notes Um, so oftentimes we'll have like uh, a get to know you meeting and I'll take a look at those notes to see what details about the course was already shared so I'm not repeating questions when I go to meet with the faculty member. Um, I will also uh, take a look at the universities or the higher ed institutions specific information about the course that's out there already. I'll take a look at the uh, Canvas site that is already out there or the learning management site that's there uh, and just taking notes on that. And so that first meeting with my faculty member is really just uh, get to know you, get to know the course, tell me about it. And the one question I always ask is, tell me about a day in the life of your course. What do students do? What What do you expect students to do? What types of activities are you doing? What types of readings are they doing? What types of, how are you getting that material to them? How are you making sure that they're actually learning the things that you're intending them to learn? And so that's really just the launch phase. It's this this getting to know you, research-based, um, very talking versus doing um, in that section. And then we would move on to the design phase. And the design phase is a little bit different because now we're actually digging deep into that course and we're thinking about how do we wanna divide this course up? Are you dividing it into weeks? Are you dividing it into units? Are you dividing it into modules? What is going to be taught in each of those areas? How do those learning objectives align with what you're having them do to learn the material? How do those learning objectives align to what you're having them do to actually assess them, to make sure that they've met that? And so in this case, it's a lot less talking now and it's a lot more doing on the um, instructor and ID part. And the reason I say both is because while the instructor is sitting there and really thinking about their course and deciding what to do, deciding what to teach, deciding what objectives, it's my it's my um, responsibility to go in and give that feedback. Um, and I, I, tend to, I most of the time will take a look at it as like I'm a student and I'm going in here and I'm like, okay, I know I have to learn this. I know this is the activity that I have to do. And I know that this is how they're going to assess me. Does that all align? Does it make sense? Is there anything that, that is very confusing? Because if it's confusing for me, it can be confusing for other people. And so I, I really take that student perspective at that point And I'll ask questions. Um, I'll th- say things like, have you considered perhaps blah. Have you, um, you know, tell me a little bit more what you mean by this activity. Tell me a little bit more about what you mean by this objective. And by wording it that way, it's not that I'm attacking the course. I'm really just trying to understand to make sure that the student has the best experience possible. And so in that case, it's a lot of thinking, um, a lot of thinking during that phase. Um, that design phase is so much just sitting down for hours and taking a look at here's how the objective is written. Here's how, um, you know, the materials that they're going to be reading and here's how, these assessments that they're going to be doing. And it's just thinking through like, okay, if they are doing a multiple choice test, they can't be asked to describe something. If they are um, creating a website, they can't be asked to identify pieces of the website because it's that's, that doesn't align. And so it's really just taking a look, a close look at this course and saying, what aligns, what doesn't, and providing that feedback to faculty, because that feedback is the most essential part. The development phase is probably one of my favorite, just because I get to use my, like, creative side. And my creative side, and the reason I say that is because now this is when we are taking all of that design... And so we've thought through everything. We've written out the instructions, we've made sure everything works. And now I'm literally just copying and pasting and making things look pretty. And it's so much fun. It's very time consuming. So at this point it's really more so, depending on where you you work or where you decide to be an instructional designer, It really depends on whether or not you'll be building the courses or if the faculty member will be building the courses. Um, In my personal experiences, I've always been the one to build the course and I'm fine with that because it's like one of those mind numbing, great things to do um, and it really uses your creative side. And so once we're in that development phase is when We're taking all of these things that we've created now and we're actually making it come to life. And I think this is so much fun because you actually get to see all this work that you've been doing for probably what, 12 weeks, and now you actually get to see it come to life, whereas before it was so abstract, and you don't really know what it's going to look like, and you don't really know how things are going to flow, and you don't, you know, you're seeing these little tiny pieces of a course, and now you get to see the entire course come together, and I think that's why I really enjoy that aspect of the development, Um, plus you get to, you know, make images to make it look pretty, and you get to um, add in uh, fun little quotes or, uh, you know, overview pieces, and so I think that that is probably why it's my favorite. Um, so that's kind of the life cycle of an instructional designer, I guess you could say, during the development. Obviously, in between that, I talked about um, what's the same, but you know, there's also in a day-to-day, in a day-to-day process, it's really you know, sometimes you're in meetings all day. Sometimes you don't have any meetings and it's just kind of like, okay, I got to get this work done. I got to build these courses or, okay, I got to take a look at these objectives and see how they align. And so it really, I'd really um, break up my day either with meetings with faculty members, meeting with my coworkers, um, my supervisors, or even um, just working and making sure things are aligned and making sure that things make sense and um, all of that. So that's kind of, the life cycle of, I guess, I love that I'm calling it a life cycle of an instructional designer. Um, because it's so, I mean, like if you think about it, we repeat that, we, we repeat that process like three times a year. And so it becomes like this, all right, time for the launch, time for the design, time for the development, time for the launch, time for the design, time for the development. And so, yeah, it is kind of like a life cycle. Um, so I hope that clears up a little bit about what an instructional designer does and um, kind of the day-to-day life cycle of one. All right. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of A Day in the Life of an Instructional Designer. It was really fun to share my uh life cycle of instructional design that i am used to doing obviously different places use instructional design differently um out of the places that i've worked um both places have used this process but i know there's others out there and i know there's other successful ways to do it as well but this is just based on my own experiences of being an instructional designer um so be sure to tune in next episode. Uh, Next episode, we're going to talk about instructional design tools. What is it that you actually need to know? And what is it that you can actually learn on the job? Because I know whenever we're looking at uh, job postings out there, there's some tools that will be written and you're just like, I have no idea what that is. Do I really need to know that? Uh, Leave some feedback and I will see you next time. Bye.